Bachelor Life with Brent and Jeff. Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural, perhaps. Baloney, perhaps not. Good evening and welcome to the Alter Life. Got a brand new topic for you, a brand new show, brand new hosts. You wish, anyway. Bill and George. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you. Hi. My, my name is George. I was wondering which one you were going to go with, <laughs> Bill or George. Yeah. So I'll be I think Bill. it's appropriate that the, the initials speak for themselves. This is our 90th show, Brent. 90th. Really? Thus we begin the countdown to 100. All right, that was Say Now That You're Sorry by Plank Guy. And uh, thank you for being here this evening. And we're excited about having another Ultra Life topic. We're calling it Watch Your Mouth Taming the Tongue. And um, a show all about the tongue. And um, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be parked tonight in actually one spot pretty much all night. We're going to be in James chapter 3. And I just want to encourage you to open up your word, the Bible, more often than just. You know, every now and then, because there's a lot of great stuff in here, and um, we should be investing in this Word of God every day, daily, maybe even multiple times a day. It wouldn't hurt you as much as you can get. <laughs> it's what we should be doing. So, um, but anyway, we're gonna be talking about the tongue and the dangers that come along with that little part of your body that seems so innocent, doesn't it? Yeah, you don't really even see it ever. <laughs> I mean, unless you stick out, stick it out. You don't really. You hide it behind your teeth and stuff, so it's got like this nice little cage, yep. and um, so the, it attacks, and you don't know where it's attacking from. So that's the danger of it. It's like one of those whack-a-mole things. <laughs> you know, it just pops out, and you, you can't stop me. It. You can't get me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was <Wow>. that? <laughs> anyway, jumping right into our topic this evening in James chapter three. Bring it. The Brent. tongue. I mean, Bill. <laughs> I think we should carry on the fake names for the rest of the show. The, the altar life. life with Bill and George. Doesn't that the same? If only our parents went through with those ideas. Yeah. Said, you know, <laughs> Bill and George, those sound like good names. It would have totally changed the whole We would have had a, whole show. a radio name because it doesn't have no offense to the Bills and Georges out there. It doesn't have the same pizzazz that Brent and Jeff has. Am I right, That's, people? Huh? Huh? Uh, uh, you guys wish your names were Brent and Jeff. In fact, there's tons of children being born this moment that bear our name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. See, that's what the tongue can do, people. That's right. It can puff up, but anyway. <laughs> See, we prove on a weekly basis that the tongue can just speak nonsense. Yeah. And just listen to our show. Yeah, we we are going to talk about taming the tongue, but not because we ourselves tamed the tongue. Because we did, it would be a boring show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I just hear, like, whips. I know, I think of... Oh, my I, tongue. <laughs> I think of wild beasts when you say the word tame. But the word of God actually uses the word tame and actually refers to it like our tongue, like the beast of a field and how we tame it. And it can't be tamed like a wild beast. That's crazy. Out in the, out in the you know, meeting that bear when you're camping up in the mountains or something. And just think about the tongue being like that. You can't tame them. Yeah, you, you for those of you, 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 you. <laughs> For those of you that don't get the visual experiences, when I go off on my rants here, Brent actually wears like coattails, carries a stool and a whip, and he's trying to tame it. He's like, back, you beast, back. Back, George. <laughs> back, George, And I'm back. like, my tongue's just going crazy. Just like right now. Listen. <laughs> 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 Jeff always leaves the studio all, uh, you know, 
whipped up and bleeding. I know. <laughs> like welts on my face. Oh, uh, Jeff. Jeff was up to his shenanigans <laughs> I again. I talk like this because my tongue is boring. <laughs> but anyway, we... Taming the tongue. <laughs> it's a great visual. We'll yeah. never, no one will ever forget what this passage means. Just after get like a little it. belt. Just like tie around the tongue. I just like, oh, I can't say anything. <laughs> this topic of the tongue, the untamable tongue, as my little Bible heading says... Um, the interesting thing about our tongue is that it's it's du- duplistic. Is that a word? Maybe. Is that you know you can talk out of both sides of your mouth? You ever hear people say that expression, which I think is hilarious if you think about it. <laughs> if you have like a mouth on each cheek, it was just like you could have a conversation by yourself. But uh, you, people talk out of both sides of their mouth. They say one thing to one person, say one thing to another, or you know the, the Bible sets the example of praising God. One minute, and then with the same mouth, you know, you kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> that old uh, adage is that the word? <laughs> um, how you can be just, you know, conjuring up some kind of filth or, or uh, just saying the nastiest thing to somebody. Then you can be in church and sing these songs, and you're singing about how great God is. And I'm just finding James chapter three very intriguing as we're reading through this, which we haven't read it yet, and we're probably not going to read it first by verse. That's why we asked you to get your Bibles out and yes. look in James three, right? It helps us. We're not going to read it, it for you, you, people. No, but <laughs> there's so many verses how James is trying to compare the tongue to something. It's like I've, you know, first he says it's like a little fire. It's like look how great a forest. A little fire can kindle. So it's like comparing it's like a little match that'll start like a fire. Like a like a rudder on a ship. It sets your course. Um, like a uh, the beast and bird of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed uh, by mankind, but you cannot tame this. They calls it like a deadly <laughs> poison. There's like so many like uh, analogies and parallels that James is trying to make with the tongue. Um, it's almost like he couldn't describe it any other way, but just, it's like this, it's like that, <laughs> it's like this, it's like that, you know? And so, um, carrying that on to tonight, as we start thinking about this, um, the tongue's got a lot of power. I mean, it definitely has a lot of ability, right and wrong, right? It can start a fire that could spread throughout the world in a good way. And it's like a fire that could spread throughout the world in a really bad way, um, you know, we always talk about being on fire for Christ. You know, if we say that one encouraging thing about Jesus or speak that one word of truth, it could spread through a whole group of people um, for the Lord. Yeah. But equally, it could be equally damaging the other direction. I mean, if you start thinking about the parallels of all these things um, and let it sink in, you know, it yeah. really starts putting some light on, I mean, really how powerful and how significant the tongue really is. Yeah, I think uh, that hits it right on the head. The fact that, you know, we're talking about the negative sense about, oh, this little thing can cause a big problem. But in the same time, like you said, the little thing can also spread the good news. You know, you just think about the story of, I forget who it was, but the the individual who shared with his Sunday school student um, at a shoe store that he worked at, and that guy ended up sharing, and it was like, Dwight L. Moody and then it went down to Billy Graham and then Billy Graham has affected you know all these people and it just came from this one guy listening to the prodding in his heart to speak to his one student about God and that person got saved and then went on and you just see and that's how that's the forest we want to kindle (laughs) that's the that's the trees that we want to burn down in the name of Jesus (laughs) firefighters for Christ or no fire starters (laughs) but in the good way we don't want to be we want to fight the fire of the bad parts of tongue Anyway, next time we have Word of Mouth by John Rubin. (laughs) 
Just a little louder. Down in Doubt and Living Without by The Fold. Before that, you heard some John Rubin, Cadet Kevin Max. We got lots more great music coming your way. Just got to stay tuned till 11 o'clock. You here? You here? Come back now, you here? (laughs) And uh, don't forget to check out our website, www.thealterlife.com, where you can listen to the most recent Alter Life episodes wherever you are. Right there online. Word. It's fun. Word. But anyway, get back to this taming the tongue topic. I was just saying during the last break that we should all have tattoos on our tongue and say, tame this, because the tongue is so stubborn, so uh, self-serving <laughs> for most of us. I mean, there are some people that, you know, you just look at them and you're like, man, why can't I be more like that person? Just totally humble. They never, you know, boast. You know, they just are totally content. You never hear them trying to lift themselves up or boast in that way. And uh, But for most of us, I'm sure there are times when we wish we could, like... Take those words stop back. Talking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like stop talking or take those words back. And um, Jeff, you were saying earlier today, actually before we started tonight, um, just how like even though sometimes you say something and you don't mean it, and you can go back and apologize and you can say you're sorry, um, the fact of the matter is those words went out, you know, and you can never unwind that. And um, you know, it's so powerful. The words that we speak are so powerful. Um, they can they could change the course of someone's life forever. <laughs> um, we have that power, and um, that's why the Bible spends a whole chapter, several chapters, throughout it, and spends a lot of time talking about the words that come out of our mouths. Uh, I think that this tongue topic has got me tongue tied, so I'm going to throw it over to my comrade Bill. <laughs> Bill, comrade Bill, <laughs> sounds like a guy that has like a west, like a cowboy hat, and like all in white. Comrade Bill. Poor people who are listening to our show for the first time. <laughs> hey, I thought the advertisement for the show said it was supposed to be like the altar life with Brett and Jeff, not the altar <laughs> life with Bill and George. What happened? <laughs> Brent I'm so Jeff confused. They're going to be Googling Bill and George. <laughs> what? The altar who are life those with Bill people? And we should temporarily These change. two guys from like Kansas and they like <laughs> get them to change our website temporarily just to reflect that it's the altar life with Brent with Bill and George. I can't even say it. It rolls off the tongue so well as Brent and Jeff, but the Bill and George is kind of halting. Yeah. I've slipped up twice, and I'm trying to keep the whole Bill and George thing going the whole show, but I've slipped up a couple times. Yep. But you know what? It's all a lie. And like, <laughs> we're just a bunch of liars talking about watch your mouth, taming the tongue. And um, I like the parallel it's, it, the Bible in James 3 actually says about um, the bridle and how when you get want to tame a horse, you want to get it to go where you want it to go, you put a, you know, a bit in its mouth. And, um, you know, that's, that's how you control it. You know what I mean? It's like, and then it talks about the rudder and how, you know, the rudder is actually what sends the, the boat in different directions. And um, it's like, it's almost contagious. Like when you start talking about someone, you know, when you drop the little, oh, guess what so-and-so's doing? Or um, when, you, when you start entering that, that deceit or that whatever, that slander or gossip or whatever it is, and you start down that path. Man, you just set your course, you know, and it starts getting worse and worse and worse. And if you have relationships that are built on that, obviously it's just, it's going to end up ugly, yeah. you know, and um, not edifying. It's going to come back and hurt you. It's going to come back and hurt the person that you're talking about. Um, and the other person's not really respecting you either. Man, look at this person. I'm not going to tell them anything because they're just going to go <laughs> blab it to the rest of the, you know, rest of our friends or whatever, you know. Um, but it actually does. The tongue can actually set your course in a completely different direction that you may not want to go. And um, 
the Bible's saying, hey, watch out for that. You know, it's dangerous. Just like a rudder can point a, a boat down the wrong way, direction in a river <laughs> over the waterfall. Um, you know, the same is true about the tongue. I and think that, that uh, sorry. No, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I'm pretty, going to interject something now. Bill. Are you interrupting me? <laughs> I think uh, I Go I, ahead, George. I was just thinking about how when you were saying that it sets the course. The, the other scary thing is that once it's out of your mouth, like we said before, like other people retell it and twist it. And it's like whispered down the lane at the end. You're like, well, well, I didn't say it like that. I said it a lot nicer than that. But, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, this guy committed, you know, committed murder. And like, what? No, he didn't. <laughs> I just said that he punched that guy. How did it get so <laughs> severe? So anyway. And um, I'm just read a little bit here. I said I wasn't going to read, but, you know, there again, I'm such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That tongue really cannot a liar. be tamed. I know. And that's what I'm going to read. It says, for every kind of beast and bird of reptile... And creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. So don't even try to contain your tongue. (laughs) It's deadly poison. You can't tame it. You can only hope to contain it. Contain it. (laughs) Contaminant. Um, And that's really telling. You know, men have been able to tame ridiculously mean creatures. And, um, you know, take wild animals and somehow make them do what they want them to do. But it says that the tongue isn't able to be tamed in and of your own strength. And um, it's like a deadly poison. And um, I think it's literal, you know. It definitely is literal. You hear stories of somebody, people who have, you know, been somewhere and someone came up to them and gave them an encouraging word. And that, you know, they'll say it later. It's like, I was about ready to commit suicide. And if that person didn't come by and say hi to me and, you know, just say that they were praying for me or something... I probably would have, but that but one kind word may save my life, and um, it can death. But you know, an equally damaging word yeah. would have sent me over the, you know, off the building or whatever. You know, and that that's the reality of our of the wor- power that our words can have. And um, as Christians, we forget that we think that you know, well, we're Christians, and you know, we're just not you know, we're not cursing, we're not saying the bad words. You know, <laughs> there's the list of the words that Christians just don't say. As long as I don't say those things, I'm fine. But um. You know, there are things that we say to each other that are downright nasty and downright inappropriate as Christians. And um, whether it's talking behind somebody's back or just saying things that aren't appropriate and just in general, the jokes that we tell each other and stuff. Um, you know, all those things need to be viewed in the light of eternity and in the light of, you know, is that something that Jesus would really, I'd really tell Jesus if he were here, you know? And wow, if you think about that, you know, some of the things we say we might not say. We're going to pause for station identification. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Hey, it's Josh from December Radio. Hey, this is Crystal Myers. Hey, this is Josh from Nevertheless. Hey, we're Cadman's Call. And you're listening to The The Altar Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Liar by Fireflight. Before that, you heard Say This Sooner by The Almost. Thanks for sticking with us. We are here for another 50 minutes, give or take. And uh, we want to get as much use out of the time that we have on this station as possible. So... Um, tell your friends about it and don't forget to send us a song request we really like that because then it's like you know you have some some say with your tongue or your email uh, of what we're playing and uh, it's fun we'll give you a little shout out you can check out our website think about that it's like email has turned into the tongue yep and you know what and it's a lot easier to use your tongue like over like the typed word (laughs) over email and IM and that stuff it's easier to let the stuff fly, doesn't it? Like, 
we're less <laughs> we're we're less hesitant to like just start talking about somebody else or you know say things we shouldn't. You want to know how mad I am? Check out the caps locks, baby. <laughs> all right, that was the flame in all of us by Thousand Foot Crutch, and tonight we're talking about the tongue. And then James says that it's like a little match that can spark a fire and light up a forest. Um, you know, and the tongue's a serious thing, y'all. And um, as Christians in the church, we don't really spend a lot of our, uh, we, you know, we worry about the big deal stuff. You know, it's like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, cheating on my girlfriend. I'm not, you know, walking around hating my brother that much. Um, that much, you know, not compared to the guy I work with, you know, he's ridiculous. And, you know, all the, you know, the jokes he's talking about, they're ridiculous. I mean, I, I might slip in a little dirty joke every now and then, but hey, you know, what's the big deal? Yeah. You know, and it's like we water down, we make ourselves feel better by comparing ourselves to other people. And, um, you know, that's the word of God is, you know, it takes a lot more serious approach to, um, what it really means to have a tongue that's. You know, you know, having every word seasoned, it says seasoned with salt, like, you know, seasoned with grace. You know, is it really? Is all of our words like that? Or are we, um, you know, just blabbing whatever we want to blab to each other and just letting our tongue run rampant with um, all these things and um, hurting people and throwing. It's like, I don't know, I get the visual of just as we start talking, daggers are being flown, thrown, you know, across the room (laughs) and like people are dodging them. And uh, people are getting stabbed and trying to, like, pull it out and still live. And, um, you know, fires, things are just starting to combust with fire. Like, <laughs> And all we're doing is just talking. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a great movie, like a yeah. great comic or whatever. But um, that's the power of the talk. Yeah, they smile in your face all the time. They want to take your place. They're backstabbers. It's an old song. But that's the like, back. Wow, Jeff, I love the term backbiting. Yeah. Because... You know if somebody's biting your back, <laughs> so I think that's not really a good and anna- a good description of what they're doing. Because when you're being back bitten, you don't know what's happening. People are talking bad about you behind your back, and, and it's the, the classic thing. It's like, would you say it to their face? You know, the, in in the whole gossip arena, you know, we we're so loose with our lips. But if that person was standing right there, how loose would we be? You know, what would we say? Would we be lying to them or would we be telling the truth? Next up, a song about that. It's called Fatal Wound by Switchfoot. You're unbelievable. The Altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was Adding to the Noise by Switchfoot. And we're going to add to the noise of this show by having <laughs> this unbelievable topic. And, uh, man, in the, in the honor of the James where he was talking about how the tongue cannot be tamed and how mankind can has tamed all these wild things. I would just ask the elementary question and propose this to you all. What? <laughs> why would anyone really have the desire to step into the cage with, the th- with an animal that historically would just rip your head off? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand the logic there. Like, you know, no thank you. I, I won't step my foot into that cage and mess <laughs> with that beast that could rip me into shreds. And it's always somebody who's like five foot tall. Yeah, and they have like a little well, you know, stool. Maybe it is an inferiority complex. Like you know, I'm going to be short, so I'm going to buy a big truck. I'm going to yeah. be little, <laughs> and I'm going to try to tame something bigger than me. <laughs> I don't know. Is that way? Is that what it is? Or because I know you see like the bull riders. Like I'm going to get on this bull and try to make it not behave like a bull. I'm going to like get on its back, and it's going to try to throw me off. But you know what? I'm going to ride it as long as I can. <laughs> What kind of what is that? 
Well, I was just thinking, you know, maybe we don't understand because we're big. You know, yeah. like I'm 6'6 six, six and like, you know, 200. I'm 6'6 six, six and a half. 60 Psych. pounds or whatever. So I'm a big guy, you know, but if, if the reverse logic was true, like I would have like an ant farm in my house. You know, like <laughs> I'd want to control things that were little. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the vice versa. It's like, come look at my marble collection. It's like, no, I mean, I'm not like that either. So I'm not sure that's necessarily we're onto something there. But. Yeah. The, the, the tongue. It actually ties into that because when you are little or maybe have a you know a complex about yourself, that's when you start flapping the lips and you try to talk yourself yeah. up and you puff yourself yeah. up. And it's always the little guys. Hey, put them out, put them out. Hey, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> like the big guy, and he's and people are like, "Whoa, you're huge! You play football? Oh no, not me! Not me! <laughs> I'm just gonna walk through fields and pick up daffodils." That was, me. that was me. That was a little league out in left field, looking for the daffodils. And wow, that's that's an embarrassing thing to just tell yeah. the world well, over the, <laughs> the radio airwaves. Music, truth, real period. You know what I mean? We're all about the real, the, the, the real for life. And, that's uh, why we have an unbelievable segment because we get to share our innermost wonderings and rants <laughs> about pondering. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? <laughs> I think I am. I and know. you know, for all you crocodile hunters out there, I know. Um, this was dedicated this to was you. This was dedicated to you. <laughs> the Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. Say the words by DC Talking 90s Flashback, talking about saying the words that we need to say and maybe not saying the words we don't need to say. If you don't have something nice to say, Thumper, don't say anything at all. Thumper. Am I right? Thumper. Oh, Bambi. <laughs> oh, Bambi. So many life lessons from Disney movies. It, it's true. I mean... That's where I, I learned most of my uh, my huge foundational truths. <laughs> you know, Hakuna Matata. No worries. <laughs> Back, Jeff. Back. Back. Thank you for taming my tongue, Brent. <laughs> Master Brent of the ringleader. <laughs> anyway, um, we got some more music for you. <laughs> See, once the tongue is tamed, it's shy and it won't come out of its cage. And uh, anyway... <laughs> That was the most non-exciting. That was the most non-exciting minute of radio. Where did this tasty lick come from? The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Let it roll by Group One Crew. This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. No longer Bill and George. We couldn't keep up that lie and feel good about ourselves. So check us out. This has been an interesting night. Yes, it has. I have to admit. I'm having a lot of fun, but yeah. it's kind of stupid. But that's why it's, it's been fun. the night of dead air. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like that last segment. Hopefully, you See, didn't. Turn we're trying off the to radio. tame our tongues tonight and say only the things that are appropriate, but it's backfire. <laughs> it is. It's hard. It is. It truly is, and that's why we need the Holy Spirit guiding us. But um, I don't know. I'm just looking at the end of three, and I like how James finishes this chapter out. He's talking about how amazingly powerful and dangerous and. Um, hypocritical that the tongue could be and is and um, he says he gives a good guideline for how do you know if you're speaking you know what you should or not Um, and he basically says well if it's self-seeking and if it's full of envy and uh, you know it's sensual and earthly and demonic then um, it isn't from above (laughs) but um, you know if it's peaceable I love this verse 17 but if wisdom that is above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Then you know it's from above. And that's an amazing, you know, parallel. And I think you can apply that to our words too. You know, it's like 
You know, if you're going to say something, is that thing you're about to say, is it gentle? Is it first pure and peaceable? Does it, is there an amount to willing to yield? Are you so willing, are you willing to not say it? You know what I mean? That's almost the hardest thing. Are you willing to just like stand by the wayside and not take the credit for the news? You know, um, is it full of mercy and good fruit? Is it without partiality? Does it, is it, are you going to say it and keep your story straight? Or are you going to say this, you know, two different things about the same thing and just kind of just do lip service to people? Um, you know, that's, that's, that's the message tonight because, you know, really taming the tongue is about locking that thing in its cage, you know, and, um, using it for using that fire to to do good things and not bad things so i think james hit it right when he's when he said all that have you ever heard of plato aristotle socrates yes moron the altar life with brent and jeff all right that was toby mac love is in the house and the house when love is in the house what the house is packed that is true (laughs) um you know just thinking more about this tongue taming the tongue and um, the dangers. You know, I was just thinking, what causes us to actually want to, um, you know, speak nonsense? Like, what what is it that is attractive to actually slandering our brother? Or um, why do we even want to? You know, like, if you ask somebody, do you want to hurt the person sitting next to you? You'd be like, no. But then when we get into those situations where we may have to make a decision of whether we're going to spill the beans on somebody or not, you know, we want to. Something about our flesh desires that um, and I, you know, I think it has a lot to do with our pride, you know, like James said, you know, wisdom from, you know, not from above is, um, is full of envy and self-seeking because it puffs us up. It, it, we think that if we're the ones spilling the news, if we're the ones that say the funny thing that's hurtful to somebody, if we have the joke, if we have the words that we're going to say, that's going to be nonsense. You know, if we spill the secret news, that means people think we're on the in. You know, there's a sense of, oh, you know, it makes our flesh feel good. Like, you know, we're the ones who have the attention now. And, um, you know, we do all that stuff for attention. You know, when you're in junior high and, you know, people are backstabbing you and, you know, people are talking about you and slandering you. It's because they're so inadequate for themselves that they want to puff themselves up by being cooler than they are. And they think that that's how they're going to get there. And it's all, you know, just born out of pride. It's born out of self-seekingness. And, um, you know, that's not good, y'all. And uh, I just think about what you were saying, Brent, I was just getting convicted. I'm always the person that if if there's an opening for a jab on somebody, I take that opportunity like, whoa. <laughs> like crazy. Someone sets up that spike and I'm just like, bam, <laughs> in your face. And uh, maybe the next time I need to, you know, bite my tongue, hold back. Yeah, even if it is in 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 the sense of like you know that good natured ribbing and you know you're kind of joshing each other and all that all those slang words, um, but sometimes w- what we think can be an innocent. <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> wasn't my tongue that time that was giving me problems? It was my throat, <laughs> I guess. But we get into that. We don't realize what we're saying sometimes, like me <laughs> on the radio. But the. The fact is, is that it can affect people more than we know. And we need to be careful uh, how we say things and who we say them to and what we're saying. Because we may, may think of it as a joke and that may play on someone's insecurity that they have. And, you know, even like like we said before, when you take it, when you say it, you can't take it back. Whether you say, ah, oh, just kidding. Or they'll be, you know, that can get into somebody's mind and they can say, well, maybe that person really thinks that deep down and they just kind of cover it up. Or, you know, like Brent said, you know, one word or two can be 
the difference in somebody making a, a tragic t- decision or a great decision in their life because they could be like, well, this person said this about me, so it must be true. And some people, you know, unfortunately take what people say as doctrine and scripture and they hold on to it and they can't just let things roll off their back like that Group One Crew song that we played earlier. Um, and we need to be mindful of those things that people take words seriously and they're not to be taken lightly. Yeah, if we call ourselves real Christians, you know, we should be. Um, in our lives, desiring to glorify our Father who's in heaven. And if you think about it that way, and you say, okay, if I say to the Lord, take all of who I am, that includes the things that I say. And um, I guess the challenge tonight is to really think about the things that we say, our tongue, and say, is our tongue really um, bowed, has our tongue bowed its knee, so to speak, to the Lord, where even the words that we speak are under um, under the submission of the Lord. And um, does the Lord have, is the Lord the Lord of our tongue, you know? And as real Christians, you know, the altar life's about challenging us as Christians to just live a life that is a complete sacrifice to the Lord. And tonight I just want to challenge all of us, and I'm challenging myself, you know. That transcends into the tongue and to the things that we say. And um, let's take James's heated, heated warning and um, not allow the tongue to start a fire for, for the enemy's use. Um, but to start a fire so that when people see the words that we speak to each other, may they be so seasoned with grace that people look at us and the love we have for each other um, and say, man, I want to follow Jesus too. I want that, you know. And that in itself, things that we say can be a testimony to who, how amazing our Savior Jesus Christ is. So I guess with that, until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. Live for Christ.